Welcome to the Zanbergen Report, where wealth strategies and pop culture collide, featuring your distinguished host and certified financial planner, Bart Zandbergen. Welcome to our show of dream chasers and wealth makers. We are thrilled to be back in the studio today with a new episode of the Zanbergen Report. I'm proud to bring in the movers, shakers, and difference makers who are passionate about sharing what they have learned and what you need to know today. And in studio today, we have Kayla Abdi. Kayla, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. So you are a health broker. Yes. That's a great name. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you're into health and nutrition, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Incidentally, um, what we plan to get to are the five major myths of health and nutrition. Awesome. So Kayla and I will discuss that. But I know you've had somewhat of a journey on your way to health and nutrition. Would you mind sharing that with our listeners? Sure. I love sharing, actually, because I think that anytime somebody that sees someone else that's healthy, you know, or looks great, they just, for whatever reason, assume they've always been that way. And it's just not the case. Everybody has a story. I love my parents. Um, no shade to my parents, but I definitely did not grow up in a healthy household by any means. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> parents. Um, you know, it's just a different time of bagel bites and hamburger helper. And, you those know, were the we, days. we still know what those foods are. Okay. I'm not ashamed <laughs> yeah. to say it. And Oreos and all these different types of things. And so even at an early age, my poor mom just always had stomach issues, crying all the time. No one knew what was going on. Wasn't super aware of my body until maybe high school when I noticed that I was just sick all the time. I was bloated. I was super lethargic, um, acid reflux, just my digestive system was just really off. And everybody said it was my food. Every single person I saw, every doctor, every nutritionist, it just food, food, food. So I changed my diet because I didn't want to feel like that. I started working out three days a week at a really early age. Um, for anyone watching, everyone just thought I was super healthy. But I really was just, I was doing it because I was so sick right. all the time. And I didn't want to feel that way. So fast forward to my adult life. I'm working this nine to five, I'm getting my master's, I'm doing all these things. Still the, the stomach issues. Still the stomach issues. And yeah. then you just add life and stress and right. you can just suppress those things for so long before they kind of come to a head and that's what happened with me. So yeah. I was leaving all my lunch breaks to go to an urgent care, conveniently located uh, down the street. Huh. <laughs> Wow. And no one at my job knew I was doing this. I was just really busy and I wasn't prioritizing my health and a lot of different medications and just a string of things. Couldn't figure it out. And then I did an endoscopy and they're like, oh, you have something called GERD. I'm like, great. What is that? <laughs> what the heck is that? You know, I never heard of it before. Wasn't familiar. And they just yeah. handed me a stack of paper and they said, these are a list of foods that you can't eat. And they sent me on my way. Yeah. So if you saw the list, it's very unrealistic. Uh, I was already eating a really bland diet. Yeah. I love to cook. I love food. Yeah. It just wasn't sustainable long term. And they kind of just sent me on my way. And also, too, you know, no shade to doctors either. They're just taught a very different way. And they're busy. And, you know, I just said, I'm going to 
take control of my own health and start to yeah. ask some questions and maybe just look into it and let's just see what happens. And so that's what led me into finding holistic remedies and doing all these things. And I was yeah. already thinking I was, you know, healthy on the outside, but I just didn't feel good on the inside. And a lot of people didn't really know what I was going through at the time. Right. So they, re they must have recommended pharmaceuticals as well, right? Yes. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> treated for a various, um, things that I never had. That was just my personal experience. Yeah. I don't think it's that way for everyone. I think that we're just, oh, that's like a whole other topic. We could just go down a rabbit hole of this yeah. stuff, but yeah. I think that we're conditioned to take a pill to fix something. And yeah. that's just a society that we live in. I mean, right. I grew up on that. Um, you see it on the TV, it's you're sick, go to the doctor, you know, you yeah. don't ask questions and you don't try to figure it out on your own. And sometimes that works. And for me, it didn't. I was treated for an ulcer and I never had an ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Um, diverticulitis. I mean, just all these things just in the process of trying to figure it out. Yeah. And yeah. for them, that was a solution. You know, for those who don't know what GERD is, I know you, you can say the whole name yeah. because I still don't <laughs> know it. So go ahead gastroesophagus reflux disorder. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you know, you know by GERD. <laughs> I didn't know the full, th I mean, I literally just went to Google like normal people do and it said 60 million Americans have this and they're just walking around thinking it's totally normal and self-medicating. Yeah. And I was taking an acids after every single meal and they just said, you know, this is really, it's normal <laughs> how you're feeling. Yeah. Just like this every day. Just. Yeah self-medicating and floating through my days and just being really lethargic. And I just thought, hmm, well, I don't, I don't know if that's for me. <laughs> like, I don't really want to live my life that way. I'm really right. young. And how am I going to feel when I'm older? And let me just try to see if I can do something now. And so I tried a bunch of different things. And then my friend told me about this medical device, you know, and right. I just thought he was so crazy sorry he's listening now it's true um sorry friend sorry jason <laughs> um but yeah you know he's like i just bought this medical device for my mom she has cancer do you want to try it let's see what happens I, at that point i had already tried everything you know i was spending a lot of money on like a specific type of water um and it was getting very expensive and it just wasn't working so he came over he shared some information with me and all that kind of stuff and then I was just blown away, but still skeptical, like most people, because I had seen so many professionals and no one said anything about my water. It was just, are you working out and how was your diet? And it was already on point as much as I could be. So I drank that water for two weeks and I haven't had a symptom in six years. That's pretty amazing. Amazing. So, wow. yeah. Wow. So that's what led me on my health journey. Um, yeah. I'm very passionate about health and fitness now because I do think that it's tough. You know, it's something that a lot of people struggle with. I think there's just so much information right. that people don't know where to start, yeah. you know? Right. Makes sense. So that's that's a pretty that's a pretty strong journey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a blessing. Yeah, at the end, right? We learn yeah. from life and experience and you've learned and you you appear to be super, super healthy, and I know you work Thank in you. the health field and yes. work work with the devices, so that's awesome. Thank you. So um, we'll cover more of that right before the end of the show, but let's okay. for now, let's talk about some of the major myths of health and nutrition. And let's start let's with one it. of the major ones. Calories in, calories out, 
is all that matters for weight loss. So good. I love yeah, this. That's one. a good one, right? That's a good one. So give me your comment on that. Okay. I'll so come in after. Okay. My comment on this would be I don't think it's a bad idea to track calories. Um, I use my fitness pal app. I, th- you know. I love that one too. Yeah, I love that one. And yeah. for me, it's because I like food and I didn't realize how much I was overeating, even on like <laughs> the healthy <laughs> things, like to be honest. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. So I don't think it's bad. But I think that that's a myth because the calories you take in and what you're eating matters. It matters. And I know that there are some people that think, oh, well, I'm in my 2000 calorie range, so I'm totally fine. But what is the quality of food that you're eating, right? Yeah, <clears throat> and I agree completely. Now, I don't mean to be plugging fitness, my fitness pal, but every single food, I have some obscure like protein powders that I get from New Zealand. I it's in it. there. I mean, yeah. everything is in there. So it's pretty great. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the plug right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, one example I was thinking of is, so a 2,000, if we use that as an example, 2,000 sure. calorie per day, McDonald's for 30 days versus mm. something more balanced. Okay, maybe someone loses some weight. Let's let's give that as a possibility. If you're burning sure. 25 to you know 100 calories a day between exercise and life and right. you're eating 2,000, okay. But let's do a body composition test. Let's do mm-hmm. a full blood panel and see where your you know, cholesterol is, all your, mm-hmm. all your markers. My guess is the balanced diet is going to be way better. So crazy. I think there's a documentary on that, to be honest. I there think is. someone did that, yeah. right? He ate McDonald's for yeah. 30 days. Yeah. You're, you're too young to remember, but there was I one. remember it. There was. <laughs> I don't remember what it's yeah. called. Um, do you remember the McDonald's someone documentary? Someone did it. He ate McDonald's for Super like 30 days. Super size. Yes. Thank you. Super yeah. Size. I remember that. <clears throat> yeah. So it doesn't work. Um, it's just not healthy too. And I think with fitness stuff, I mean, when I was younger, I think I would work out to look a certain way. Now that I'm older and, you know, wiser, that's what they say. Um, <laughs> it's more mental, you know? So, and like, why would you want to do that to yourself? You yeah. know, I, I'm all about balance, <laughs> you know, I'm not perfect by any means, but why would you want to eat something so toxic for your body and then waste your time trying to burn it off and just like, Sure, maybe you'll lose some weight, but you are right. not going to feel good. And that, you know, that kind of parlays. We could go down a rabbit hole on this too, for sure. Yes. I'll, flip, I'll try not to allow us to go too far down. <laughs> but um, one of my life kind of theories is there's no one solution. There's no absolutes. I love that. And yeah. what I mean by that, you already caught on. But so there's people like, and I'm not picking on any one of these. I'm not saying one is right or wrong. But I, what I'm saying is it. I think everyone has their jam. They have their space. Someone's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Great. That yeah. works for you. It's not going to work for me. My body responds differently to an mm-hmm. all-vegetarian diet. I'm a, a high-protein diet. That works for me. I, I respond better. I'm more energy. Mm-hmm. I feel better. Um, I agree. And I think that matters, too. The uh, you know Macros, Not probably everyone knows what macros are, but your mm-hmm. carb, fat, and um, carb, fat, and... Protein. Protein. Duh. Um, <laughs> so the breakdown, it could be different for some... People, and you know, the higher protein, they're going to lose fat and look better. And then I've, I have other friends that they keep their their fat and mm-hmm. you know super high. That's I guess more paleo or keto, where the fat's the highest yes. macro, protein is second, and carbs is like near zero. Yep. And the other thing that I think about that too is sustainability. Right. So I agree. You, 
and I have a lot of friends that do uh, like contests or so forth and they go on a certain diet and then a week later you don't even recognize them like mm -hmm. you've worked six months to get in this amazing shape you couldn't sustain that way of eating and now mm. you look I don't know not that great different I know <laughs> didn't you used to do that yeah I've done right it. yeah see yeah. so you know you know <laughs> yeah so I think sustainability is important too I agree and I totally agree with everything you're saying too and anyone who reaches out in regards to health advice, especially with their food, yeah. I always tell them the same thing. Something that works for me might not work for you. Right. You know, I've seen, I've had so many friends that not to pick on anyone, it's all good, neither, it's not bad, but I've had certain friends that they were vegetarian for a couple of years and then now they're not. Right. You know, or they were and then they go back. It's just, yeah, I think you gotta find what works for you right. and that you can do long term. It's supposed to be fun. You know, you got to have like a healthy it's about the journey. balance with food. Yeah. Uh, everybody, everybody likes food. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the right stuff and you won't have to worry about it, you know? Exactly. All right. Let's move on to number two. All high fat foods are unhealthy. Disagree. That's a good one, right? That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good myth. It's a good myth. I mean, I personally, I think about avocado. Yes. And, and then... When I'm talking about meat or steaks, mm -hmm. which can be high in fat, let's get the healthy fats. And then yeah. kind of the rabbit hole here is grass-fed versus mm -hmm. farm-raised, because then you get the right omega-3 and 6 balance. And that's so good. That's so good for like mental health and just yes. overall health. Um, and regardless of what diet you have, I think fats are, are important for the brain, important yeah. for function. I agree. I think it's just like anything else. It's it's you have to have a balance with, you know, high fat foods like avocados, not bad, but it it also just depends on what your goals are too. Mm. But I think that that's the correct way to look at food because a lot of people aren't looking at it that way. They're like, "Oh, I'm just busy. I got to get something down." Like we're not thinking about where is our food actually coming from. And if you start to be really aware with your body, you'll feel a difference. If you well, if you eat meat, and you go buy beef or you get a burger out and then you buy bison, for example. Like that's bison. my favorite. I, I love, love bison. bison. <laughs> I love, too? Yeah, I love bison. Anyone yeah. who says they don't like beef, I'm like, mm -mm, go get bison because yeah. you won't feel sick. You won't feel heavy. It digests better. Like yeah. I feel good and I get the energy that yeah. you're supposed to have from eating the right. correct food, you know, and that includes high fat foods. So mm -hmm. avocado is healthy. Okay. You know, yeah. yeah. Almonds, nuts. Almonds are good. Yeah. But, you know, we'll close on this. Again, too much of anything. If it's mm -hmm. all high fat, I mean, I guess there are those that would say in the, I guess that's the keto world. Where that's a keto it's world. All fat, but mm -hmm. again, is that sustainable? Is that healthy? I think it's balance. I think it's balance for sure. You know, that kind of leads to the next one, which is kind of the same, but, but maybe the opposite. All carbs are bad. Because then you have that you have that camp, right? Where yes. I can't eat a carb. <laughs> I see this one all the time. It's so, you know, again, everyone's goals are so different. Carbs are not bad, just like anything else. Like, where is your food coming from? Is it a good carb? Is it a bad carb? You know, I'm not, I would never tell someone to eat fast food or anything like that. We don't eat fast food. But um, carbs are not bad, especially if you are burning so many calories throughout the day and then you're not fueling yourself with if i as much as i work out if i don't eat carbs i am not happy person <laughs> okay like hangry is you a real hangry? thing i get hangry <laughs> it's just not good and again you're fueling your body 
Yeah. You need like carbs are not bad. You need it. I eat carbs and I love them and it's okay. <laughs> Do I eat pasta every day? No, I don't. That's like really starchy, you know, but yeah. I'll have, you know, brown rice or Ezekiel toast yeah. and like butternut squash or sweet potato. Like there's a ton of carbs yeah. that you can choose from. So sometimes I think when people think carbs, they think pasta which is still great. Who like I love pasta. Who wouldn't want to do that? But I don't eat it every day because I have a balance. You know, I got to pick and choose here. You know, what's it's a subset of that, and I can't actually speak to it, is the whole gluten thing, um, which so tough. is a carb. Yes. Um, I'm having a hard time with that one. I, I, I don't eat a lot of bread. My mm-hmm. my carbs are either like sweet potatoes, brown rice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess those are my primaries. Um, but I'll have a piece of bread once in a while yeah um but i know this whole big camp like gluten is the devil (laughs) i know it's tough i i think that i don't know if people have more food sensitivities now i wonder or we just weren't aware of it and in our bodies because i see it all the time especially with kids you know kids especially at the young kids that i have a young kid in the school like like the food sensitivity thing is don't bring this food in your lunch don't bring that food yeah um, but I, there is a theory now that you mentioned that, that the processing of food and the over-processing mm-hmm. may be causing this sensitivity and maybe this gluten intolerance. I think that's what it is. I, you know, it's tough. It's tough with gluten because I think people are still learning like what it is and you can't see it. It's not like an, an ingredient. Like, it's not like easy, you know, yeah. um, takes a little bit more effort, but I think, I would suggest doing a food sensitivity test because again, everyone's body's different and you just eliminate so much time yeah. that way by knowing if it is that versus just kind of guessing. Right. But yeah, the food sensitive, I mean, yeah, that's like a whole thing. Let me let me tell you the real life experience with food sensitivity. So, um, and Daniel knows this, my wife is very, like she errs on way over on the left holistic. And so- I love it. Yeah. So like, I want to meet your she wife. She pushes me. <laughs> Like I'm kind of the gray level guy walking in the center <laughs> and she pulls me over for a bit. So Good. Says, I need you to have a food sensitivity because I um, I have bouts of eczema, like like patches. Okay. She goes, oh, it's because of your food. Like, right. Sure. Um, and I have a couple other theories in life. The older I get, I have more theories. And what is, what if I'm wrong, right? So like, I don't believe you, I don't sure. believe you, but well, that maybe. So what is it? What, how much damage does it cause me to go and get a food sensitivity next? Yeah. 30 minutes, nothing. So Easy. I get it done. And lo and behold, so the, and this was at a time where I was, I go through phases of like different foods and I was eating a lot of egg, mostly egg whites and a lot of spinach. I was having a couple meals a day of like nine egg whites at a time, spinach. So okay. Guess what my two highest oh, food no. sensitivity foods were? Eggs and I'm, spinach. I'm not kidding. <laughs> No, yeah. that sucks. And so um, the lesson here is too much of one thing for too often mm-hmm. will cause it. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't eat eggs for like 60 days. I'm going to, you know, what am I going to do? <gasps> no. Of course I survived. Um, and then I retested. Okay. And it wasn't even on the chart. I was nowhere Oh, that's the awesome. So if you get a test and you're high in something, it could just be like, look at your routine and if you are. Totally. And I do know people over the years, and some of the guys I know that competed, they were always telling me, rotate. You know, mm-hmm. like potatoes, sweet potatoes, rice, as an example, and rotate your protein to rotate your carbs. Smart. Um, so I think that probably has something to do with it. I mean, hey, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't look hurt, into right? it right. instead of just, you know, trial and error. Yeah. That's awesome. 
All right. Myth number one, two, three, four. Supplements are a waste of money. I have a lot of friends that are like, <clears throat> I get all, everything I need I from my food. One. Everything from my food. Oh, man, I love this one. Okay, so, uh, again, it's quality. Mm-hmm. I don't think supplements are bad. I do think that, one, it's really hard to get everything you need from food. It's just men and women are very different. Everybody's bodies are very different. Like, it is hard to get it sometimes just with food. So I get why people take supplements. For me, knowing what I know now, because I changed my water, right? So for me, it's a little bit different. Yeah. People will spend, and I've seen it, $300 on supplements. Because again, we're conditioned to take a pill, take a pill, take a pill. Right. It's just, it's hard to break that pattern. So I think that people are still used to doing it, but they think the problem isn't what you're taking, it's that you're not absorbing it. That's the biggest issue. So if you have proper absorption, then I don't think it's bad. So like for me, because I take supplements, you know, I'm very picky with my supplements though. So I'm the person that spends over $2,000 a year on supplements, but I also take it with the water that I have now. So I'm absorbing it and I'm feeling Mm -hmm. all of that. So it's great. If you don't have that, then you're really just paying for expensive pee. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Your body doesn't absorb it. So you're just, flushing it out and it's it's a waste of money. So that's my take on that. Yeah, and I do agree with you. I think also um, knowing and trusting the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. I've seen and read uh, in just a podcast recently where they did a, a whatever deep dive test they do on the validity of a supplement. And awesome. same supplement, same manufacturer, same um, dosage, They the uh, amount of dosage range like 300%, like from mm. bottle to bottle to bottle. Um, and then I think there's quality of like, is it pure? Is there other chemicals? Oh, in of one course. case, one of the things they, um, there was some pharmaceutical grade, something mixed in with mm. this. So bottom line is know who your manufacturer is. Yes. Um, I think it's good. I did, um, I think it was something my wife made me do too. I had another recent blood profile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, she's gonna keep. She wants to keep you around for a long time. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm hearing. So I like it. And I found out. And with all the, this isn't all, and you probably are very aware. You're tan. We all have sun exposure here. I was low in mm-hmm. vitamin D. And I think that's a common. Yeah, common that is pretty thing. common. So, how else? I, I can only go out and get so much sun, right? And there's only <laughs> so much food you can eat for vitamin D. So, supplement with vitamin D, and it's hard to get all the vitamins. These are just the basics, but all the vitamin C. Um, mm-hmm. I've become a big fan of vitamin C lately from an inflammation standpoint. Yeah. Um, so I really load up on that. So I partially have probably expensive pee on that, but I think. <laughs> more, hey, we all start somewhere. Judgment free zone, you know, <laughs> and there's a test you can do for that also Yeah. to see what you're deficient in because most people are just trying different things and seeing how they feel. But there's, right. there's, we have so many resources now, you know, mm-hmm. It's just a catch-22. I mean, yes, it's scary. You got to do a little bit more research. You got to really just look into what you're eating and drinking and all that kind of stuff. But we have a ton of resources. I mean, oh, you could Google anything, 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 if you really wanted to know about it. Not that, you know, Google will give you good and bad stuff, but yeah. we just have so many resources at our fingertips that yeah. there's really no excuse. And I think, you know, protein powders fall under a supplement. 
and the range yes, of quality do. of that is pretty insane too. You can get those with you know so many so many ingredients that you can't even read some mm-hmm. of them. And then um, the one that I've chosen is a yeah. New Zealand grass fed whey, and it has like four in- ingredients. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. So I think that's important yeah, too. It is. I agree. Okay, here's one for you. All right, this is a good one. You're, you, I know you'll love this one. <laughs> All smoothies and juices are healthy. Yeah, I do like this one. Basic one. Fun fact. I used to work out Juice It Up. Just so funny. Like a thousand calorie it's and just, sugar content. Yeah, it's crazy. The... And it's it's the sugar and the added stuff. So yeah, that's a myth. The smoothies yeah. are not bad, okay? Yeah. Um, Lifetime smoothies are awesome. I love the smoothies. <laughs> like, there's a plug for a Lifetime, but they just have good quality stuff. But um. But yeah, it's just, it's all the sugars and it could just really add up. I mean, if you're someone that's counting calories, like plug it in to MyFitnessPal app and see how much it is. It's crazy. That could be two or three meals in one smoothie, depending on what you're getting. So I don't think they're bad. It's just, again, look at everything that's in it. I think like we're just a rushed society. We're on the go, 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 go all the time. So anything we can just easily grab and go we just were a little too trusting i think you know with certain establishments and (laughs) it's just yeah like take the time to look into the ingredients and a lot of places they they'll put the calorie thing on there and they'll they'll put all the ingredients right there i I mean full disclosure it's it's easy it's really really easy and then you know that's why it's tough when you eat out because you just don't really know it's hard sodium especially Yes, the sodium, the butter, the other preservative. Like you just really <laughs> yeah. don't know. So yeah. we cook at home a lot and that's yeah. just eliminated like yeah. a ton. We just feel so good. Right. But yes, yeah, so I don't think smoothies are bad. Just look at what you're drinking. But then even the juices. So obviously fruit juices, that's going to be high in sugar. For sure. Um, yeah. The vegetable juice, like even a green juice. I, I shop a lot at Mother's Market. Oh, yeah. An, an unintentional plug, but everything's pretty much organic, like mm-hmm. 90% of the store. And I look at a green juice, you know, it's about as green as I can get. First ingredients, apple. That's not bad. Not bad. At all, because I've had juices without apple, and that's that's hard to put down. When that's what I do. When it's pure green. You I do? do? Yeah. No apple? <laughs> I do no apple. <sighs> I do no apple, but it depends on my goals. Whole, like a whole bottle or like a shot? I, I make it at home, and then I just do no apple. Or like if I go to, like so many plugs here i'm not meaning to but if i go to whole foods and i get a green juice like i just say no apple you know and i'm just i'm just used to it now you are hardcore that's (laughs) but but to your point it doesn't taste as good as if it had it of course so doesn't taste as good it tastes awful (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true but i think i just got used to it no disrespect to celery and spinach but yeah i I got used to it yeah (laughs) but it's it's tough i think you were saying something about fruit juices yeah, the I sugar. Mean, I mean, I love a great glass of orange juice, and I'll, I mean, I'll have it every once in a while. But yeah. I know, like, there's my sugar intake for yeah. like three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. There's actual. Um, there's it's really so. My stepson, he's five, and always wanted lemonade and apple yeah. juice and like all these things, you know. Yeah. And I'm not saying we never <clears throat> do it. The one thing we never do is soda. That's a whole other thing. Great call. I, Great I know call. too much about soda now. If you ever don't want to drink soda, just do your research. It'll freak you out. Yeah. Um, and you won't do you'll it. You'll never so drink it again. You'll never drink it again, hopefully. Um, I planted some kind of seed, so we don't drink soda. We don't carry it in the house. And he always wanted juice. I'm like, 
okay, he's a kid, of course. Like, what can I do? So there's actually this stuff called Ultima. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, it's called Ultima. It's so good. It has no sugar. Yeah. It's an electrolyte, but okay. it's just a really good flavor, and we drink it all day long, and it's great. Mm. It's great. So I don't think juices are bad, but mm. juices are really tough because they have so much sugar, and sugar is in everything and that's why depending on my goals at the time i take out the apple because i know i'm going to get my sugars oh, okay, and other smart. things and one right. apple is like it's a lot of grams of sugar and yeah. i like food so i'd rather yeah. eat it um because sugars are there's just hidden sugars and so many foods yeah. and stuff but yeah if you're looking for a good alternative that stuff is awesome they have a ton of different flavors um yeah bronson my stepson drinks it and he doesn't yeah. know the difference oh. so there you go for the parents, like yeah. you know, and then he doesn't have this crazy, yeah. rambunctious energy, yeah, sugar, sugar high, you know, yeah. Yeah. or crash. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's just so many. Yes, there's a lot of things you have to look into, but we have so many options, especially in California. Right. I mean, there's so many. Lucky. We're lucky. We're lucky. There's so many different options, and it's just doing the research and and talking to people and just right. figuring out. I mean, that's how I learned. I didn't know about any of this stuff when yeah. I first started either. So yeah. everybody starts somewhere. Exactly. Um, we're getting kind of close to the end. Let's talk about water for a second. We both came in with water. Mine is a paltry 750 milliliters. You got a I gallon jug. <laughs> a gallon. There we go. So you're yep. you're pushing over a gallon? I'm pushing over a gallon yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been really hot, but a gallon a day is yeah. always my goal, and I feel so good. Do you um, do you do any protein shakes that have I do. water? Do you do any coffee or tea? I do. Okay, and that's in addition to your exactly your jug here? yeah, oh. yep. So I use the water with the protein shake and the supplements, yeah. so it just yeah. absorbs and enhances everything. And yeah. then I make my coffee with it, so it's not acidic. Okay, and it's stronger. Yeah, who doesn't want that? Stronger. I can't give up coffee, but I, I oh. also because I was so sick, couldn't drink coffee for a while. I got a tip for you. Tell me. Okay, use your water and make cold brew coffee. There's because I oh, also suffered so from um, GERD. Yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, and cold brew coffee is ninety-seven percent less acid. Okay. And and especially you know it's been hot. I I yeah. now drink it all year round, whether it's hot or cold. Um, mm -hmm. I have a, it's almost that big. I fill it all full of ice. I love it. And then pour it in, and then I splash a little almond milk or coconut milk. Sounds so good. I love yeah. coffee. Good. Yeah, I have my glass of a full glass of water first thing when I wake up before yeah coffee just because I know it's gonna dehydrate me a little <laughs> bit but um but yeah so I'm I'm at a full gallon at least and yeah. it's so easy when you have the right water it's so easy and I think it's one of the if you're talking about like what are some of the basics and maybe we'll close on this just overall health drinking water probably mm -hmm. number one and good quality water of sure. course um, the fact that nutrition is a three-legged stool. I mean, fitness and health is fitness. a three-legged stool. Yes. It's not just eating right and or just working out and or just doing cardio. I think it's a combination of all three. That could be another show because yeah. so many people are like, I'm just going to do cardio and, I'm, and know. You know, I'll be in great shape. Well, it, you got to have those gonna, the muscle to weight days. Burn the, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, different, <laughs> different conversation for a different day. Um, I'm going to ask you one last question. Yes. Okay. I didn't prep you on this, so you're going to be right on the spot. All right. Okay. Great. There you go. Give it to me. So, 
I'm what ready. is your what is your ultimate lesson learned in your your vast life in health and nutrition? Oh my gosh, my biggest lesson, honestly, I wish I would have asked questions sooner. Mm. I wish I would have asked questions sooner. Um, I was pretty aware of my body early on, just only because I didn't feel well. Um, which is why I'm so passionate about having these conversations now, because I would love to avoid that. And, you know, sometimes it takes somebody getting sick to want to get healthy and that's just unfortunate. So trying to be just proactive, that's the biggest lesson that I learned because for a long time I was just doing what everyone else was telling me and I wasn't really taking full responsibility for my health and how I was feeling at a young age. And I think that that's a tough conversation to have with yourself. If you're not feeling good, it's really no one else's responsibility. Like it's yours to do the research and what you need to feel good versus kind of putting it. Cause I could have easily just said, oh, well, you know, I'm sick all the time cause X, Y, and Z happened to me and all this stuff. But I really used it as an opportunity to take back control of my health. And I'm so grateful that I was open-minded to trying something new that could potentially help and it did and here I am and I'm the yeah. best shape of my life and I'm gonna yeah. be 34 in October and if I would have told my 16 year old self that now I would have yeah. just thought that was so old and <laughs> 30s and like it's just that's where your mindset is when you're younger but um that's the biggest lesson that I learned is to take responsibility and ask questions yeah great yeah. good one thank you how can people reach you and learn more about you your water or anything like that yeah um i could easily reach i'm pretty good about instagram my instagram yeah. dms to be honest yeah. um versus like a phone number i'm not the best with email just to be honest but <laughs> my instagram um yeah, spell it out for him okay kayla.abdi it would be kayla k-a-y-l-a dot a b like boy d like david i Perfect. Kayla.abdi. Yeah. Reach awesome. out. More than happy to help. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time on the show. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. This was awesome. I feel like we could have talked about so many more we things. Gone way more. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this was really fun. So I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, it's always nice to help educate people on their health journey and talk to other people yeah. that value it too. I love yeah. to see it. So thank you. Awesome. All right. Thanks for everyone who have tuned in. We'll look forward to being back in the studio next week. Cheers. Tune in next week for the latest edition of the Zanbergen Report, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Catch up on our recent shows by visiting podcast.bartzanbergen.com. The Zanbergen Report is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Interested in being a featured guest on our show or have a question you'd like to hear us answer? Email podcast at bartzanbergen.com. The contents of this podcast episode do not constitute an offer of securities or a solicitation of an offer to buy securities and may not be relied upon in making an investment decision related to any investment offering Access Wealth Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Access does not warrant the accuracy or completeness of the information contained herein. Opinions are our current opinions and are subject to change without notice. Prices, quotes, rates are subject to change without notice. Generally, investments are not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed and may lose value.